This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, tonight... Real Madrid visits Liverpool at Anfield. It's a hugely important uh, Champions League game, the first leg tomorrow, and then Liverpool will be going to Real. And that is only one of the things that will be happening. Uh, Manchester United and Barcelona will have to play the second leg of their uh, tie in the Europa League. Uh, It was 2-2 in Barcelona last week at the Camp Nou. So Manchester United would expect to win the second leg. But uh, there's a huge scandal just breaking in Spain. And we're joined now by Richard Fitzpatrick. Richard is a journalist who's lived and worked in Spain for a very long time. And he is uh, a brilliant source of all things Spanish football, um, as well as other things. Richard, thank you very much for joining us. I want to ask you about this sensational, and uh, that's not uh, hyperbole, a story that broke last week, the end of last week, about referees, uh, a referee, and the relationship between him and Barcelona. Can you explain to us from the start, because it goes back, and this makes it really interesting, it goes back as far as 2001, and uh, it's payments by Barcelona to a referee. Can you explain this because it, it's massive amounts of money and potentially a massive scandal. It's it's a huge scandal. It doesn't paint well, as everybody's saying here. It's been uh, the expression they like to use. It stinks to the high heavens. Um, huge yeah. um, quantities of money, as you suggest. Um, basically, the facts as we know them, um, this story has been rolling since Wednesday. Cadena Sur, the radio station here in Catalonia, broke it. And the story has been building since then, which other leaks, El Mundo, came in with more reporting on it uh, Thursday, Friday. Um, even the, the Prime Minister of Spain had to pronounce on it on Friday. Um, so what happened is uh, basically um, there's uh, um, a, an ex-referee in Spain, um, Enrique Negrera, who was vice president of the referees um, committee 
here in Spain for many, many years uh, until 2018, and this is a significant date, 2018. He stepped down then. That's when these payments from Barca directly to him, uh, to his one of the company he had set up, um, ended. Over that period of uh, 2001 to 2018, he, he received 7 million. Um, the, the scandal emerged because um, the tax authorities here have been investigating um, this guy since last May, and they've been focusing on a period from 2016 to 2018. During that period alone, he got 1.4 million. So we're talking. He, he was paid for consulting services mm. about referees yeah uh, which is uh, interesting yeah yeah they they very clubs do this they they hire referees um ex-referees to advise them on how to um how to deal with a ref in an upcoming game you know what are his peculiarities does he you know yeah. is he strict etc um but the, the problem here is the conflict of interest. This guy wasn't an ex-referee. He's well, he, he was an ex-referee, but he was he, uh, vice president of the Referees Association here, um, which is affiliated to the um, uh, Royal Spanish Football Federation. And um, so the, 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 there's other details in the case which are alarming, to say the least. Uh, he said he, uh, in his testimony to the tax authorities, he said he was giving his reports verbally. Um, Five hundred thousand a year for verbal reports seems seems no, no invoices. No, no invoices as well. As as I, as I suggested, this date twenty eighteen, the payment stopped in twenty eighteen when he stopped being the vice president of the referees um, committee. And the following year, 2019, um, he sent a bureau fax, a legal letter to the club, to Barca, threatening to expose the irregularities in their relationship if they didn't continue paying, making his payments. Barca didn't um, continue making those payments. But I mean, that's uh, like extortion. It's, it's It looks very ugly. Um, so you can imagine all the... Um, the mudslinging that's been going on, Marca, the, one of the Madrid-based newspapers, have analysed the stats over these years uh, that the tax authorities have been investigating 2016 to 2018. During those seasons, he, he um, gave Barca, to, uh, awarded them 33 penalties and th only three against. When he stepped down in 2018, same number of penalties awarded, but... Um, 20 against um right. so uh you know the the circumstantial evidence is not good so um the the the, the authorities in spain the football authorities have been stepping back from it they say it's a tax issue now corruption case we can't get involved yet yes and um, now crucially the head of la, la liga javier tebas has said that um uh the the events under question go beyond the statute of limitations there and um, they date back uh five to five years ago our limits are only within three years so he's already um you know saying he, he doesn't have the appetite to fight it like politically like la liga is suffering a lot they you know you you, you can read into it um obviously enough that they don't um they don't want to 
be dragged through the mud um, in a scandal like this. The obvious reference point would be uh, Calciopoli scandal in, in Italy. You remember Juventus in 2006. Um, yes. you know, they got relegated to the second division. Uh, they had two titles stripped from them. And these... 2016-2018 as well Barca won two league titles during that period the glory years of Messi and Iniesta and Iniesta finished up as captain yes. in 2018 so it's hugely and Pep, um, Guardi- Pep Guardiola of course was coach for some of that uh, period and interestingly his Manchester City his club his club now are also being investigated by the Premier League, uh, they are facing 101 charges uh, of uh, breaking the Premier League rules. It's a very serious case. And they could, Manchester City could lose titles that they've won. Uh, they've won four of the last five Premier Leagues, which is, I'm sure you know. Let's move on to tonight at Anfield. Real Madrid, the visitors, they beat Liverpool in the Champions League final last year. I note that Barcelona are eight points ahead of Real Madrid in La Liga. I also saw Barcelona last week against Manchester United, 2-2 draw at the Camp Nou, and I wasn't terribly impressed by them. Is Benzema going to be fit? Do we know? And how badly have they missed Casemiro since he went to Manchester United? Yeah, big question mark over Benzema. He's uh, he missed their game at the weekend on Saturday. They won two 0 up at El Sadar against Osasuna. Um, he picked up an injury um, last week against in a game against Elche. He's been in and out of the the team all season, struggling with injuries. He's thirty five now. He's obviously a huge um, hole in in the team if he's if he's not playing. Even yes. Vinicius plays better when he's when he's there as a number nine as a foil. So he is the repercussions go beyond his own um, you know uh, goals that he provides. Um, so he trained alone yesterday, um, and so we'll have to see. He's a, he's a, he's a big doubt. Yeah, and of course, Real have one of the great managers, uh, uh, Carlo Ancelotti, and he knows his stuff, and he'll know uh, that the presence of Benzema, even if he's not 100% fit, will make a big difference. The other really troubling a story around Real Madrid involves racism. Uh, they have a young Brazilian, Vinicius Jr., who's an outstanding player, left-sided winger, goal scorer, goal maker, one of the best young players in the world. And he is being subjected and has been to terrible racism, which shames uh, Spanish football. In fact, it, sh- it shames Spain, even though England is a very racist place in many regards. It's been, to some extent, curbed in football stadiums. It's deeply disturbing, Eamon. It's not isolated incidents. It's every weekend at stadiums this season. He's been getting um, racist abuse. Um, there's evidence at Valladolid, at um, uh, Mallorca, at Atletico. Um, uh, uh, the Real Madrid played Atletico in the in the Copa del Rey quarterfinal in January, and before the game, um, Real Madrid ultras their hooligan brigade hung um, an effigy, a mannequin of um, 
Vinicius from a motorway bridge is is disgusting. Um, And monkey chants and all that kind of stuff, which is unbearably cruel and and vicious and and disgraceful, really. As I I say, it it just doesn't shame Spanish football, it shames the country. Oh yeah, and it's it's so deep seated. Carlo Ancelotti has called out, um, you know, the 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 football fraternity. Um, there's there's an agenda going on at clubs, and uh, I see this whenever I talk to people here in Spain. They say, "Ah, look, it's not racism. You know, we're just trying to get him, get at the player, get him, you know, off his game. Just you know, there's no harm meant in it." Um, but Ancelotti is is. Spanish football, I am part of Spanish football. There's a problem of racism here. Like, I've been at stadiums, I've seen it firsthand. Like you say, the monkey chanting. I remember Marcelo was sent off in a Classico. Um, uh, he stood down as Real Madrid captain last season. The, in the camp now, the stadium, there was monkey chants going, echoing around the stadium. It wasn't reported in the press the following day. Um, Danny Alves, who's played in La Liga for 13 or 14 seasons, he's, he's a Brazilian, a black player. He said it's a lost war, the racism he, he um, yes. himself and his, his peers encountered um, uh, in stadiums around the country. Um, it's a social problem. Like you say, look, there's racism in every country, but um, there, there's not an, um, you know, in 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 schools they don't educate again about racism you have the, the big big problem authority figures in the game don't come out and denounce it Ancelotti being an exception I remember Pep Guardiola in a press conference being asked about racism Danny Alves received and he said look it's a tough game this happens at home or away let's forget about it and move on um, so there's just not that understanding about the racism and they wouldn't like that incident of the, the mannequin hanging off the bridge. People don't get the connotations here of that kind of, um, yes. that kind of message. Also, a large, uh, proportion of the media in Spain take the attitude. They blame Vinicius, who is a flamboyant young man for provoking rival teams with his flamboyant uh, play and goal celebrations. I mean, that's nonsense. It's nonsense. And that's exactly the culture. And like last September, it would have been um, Atletico were playing Madrid again um, in a, in a Madrid derby in La Liga. And there's a a nighttime TV program. I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if we've discussed it before. El Geringuito here. It's notorious. It's a dreadful uh, late night chat show um, football slagging match. Yes. Uh, pundits screaming at each other from across uh, a table and um, it was actually where Florentino Perez uh, chose to, to do his defence of the European Super League uh, breakaway in, in April 2021 but um, on that show in I remember in, back in September there was a guy, he's head of the Agents Association here um, Pedro ba- uh, Bravo and he came out and he said, this kid, Vinicius, he, he has to stop. Uh, the, the words he used were, he has to stop acting the monkey. You know, all this yeah. dancing. If he wants to dance, he can go to, yeah. um, I don't know, he mentioned some yeah. nightclub in, in Rio. You know, that kind of attitude. Um, he's he's a young, um, exuberant Brazilian kid. I mean, there's no harm, obviously, in, you know, dance mm. celebrations at a corner flag and so on. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really dispiriting um, to, to see the, the attitude of the country. 
Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Now, the other big issue in Spain, and indeed in European football at the moment, is the European Super League, uh, the proposed European Super, Super League. Uh, there were six English clubs who had agreed to join it, uh, big ones. Manchester United, I think Spurs, uh, Chelsea, and they were going to join with some Spanish clubs, uh, Madrid, Barcelona, and Italian clubs, Juventus uh, were mentioned, I think Milan. Now, they lost a case in the European Court of Justice uh, last December, I think, but they are appealing uh, to the European Court of Justice now again, and it's due to be heard quite soon. Uh, and they have adjusted the idea of their Super League, mm. which at the time, I think there was just about 18, 12 or 18 clubs, 20 clubs maybe. Now it's much more elaborate. Can you explain what they are now proposing? Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. They've adjusted their plans. This was the, the thing that really um, disgusted fans um, when they launched their um, their their breakaway league two years ago. Was that it was a closed shop of like fifteen to twenty clubs. Yeah. So they say, you know, um, they've appointed. They're they're getting a lot more formal now. They've appointed a, a CEO to their company, a, a German guy, and he's ex MD of a media group. Um, Bernd Reichart, and he's been, he's now the spokesperson for this organization. So he is saying, um, we've consulted with 50 clubs, you know, um, 
uh, around Europe. We've, you know, done our homework. And um, what we're going to do is um, launch a league with 60 to 80 clubs. And we're going to guarantee um, 14 games for, at least for, for each club. And, you know, there'll be relegation and promotion, that kind of idea. So it'll be inclusive. They're saying it won't interfere with the domestic leagues, which you can take with a grain of salt. Yes. Uh, it would be the death now, I would say, for, for domestic leagues. Um so they're the bare bones. They haven't um, uh, released much information on it. There's they have a video message now on their website from this guy Reichart, you know, explaining the um, their arguments. They're, they want um, they say we can't have UEFA as the governing body. We want uh, sovereignty over finances. And we want to control the, the money that's generated from. Um, alluding to the money that UEFA generates from their Champions League, that um, the clubs don't see enough of that money or it disappears into UEFA coffers. And they have this uh, kind of nonsense rhetoric about, you know, the, the kids aren't interested in, in football anymore and they're, they're here to save football. Um, so it's a, it's, a, it's a showdown between UEFA and this breakaway Super League. And I suppose the Premier League's power now, Richard, with the people from the Middle East, Americans. Uh, they have a new owner in at Chelsea, a fellow called Bowley, uh, who's spending money like it's going out of fashion. But the Premier League is now all-powerful almost. And the Real Madrid, Barcelona, Juventus, Milan, they can't really compete, can they, money-wise? And that there's an imbalance now that threatens really everything it threatens the champions league for example if and the europa league because if english clubs are going to dominate in the way that seems likely given that they're buying all up all the best players that's giving fuel to this european super league idea exactly there, there's huge shifts going on in the, in the plate tectonics in the game we don't know how it'll play out fifa are also playing this they, they're relaunching their um, amended club world cup they had great plans for this before covid hit they were, china were going to be their main partner now that um, announced it will relaunch in 2025 and expand it club world cup of 20 32 teams i think so you'd wonder what's going on there. You know, if a Saudi investor came in, we saw what happened with the live um, touring yes, golf, golf, you yeah. know, um, that could be a, a potential um, power broker as well. Um, but the, as of today, my God, the English Premier League is, is running away. Um, they're, they're all quaking in their boots in Europe about the power the big English clubs have. And I mean, uh, the likes of Juventus and uh, and Real Madrid or Barca, they might as well fold up their tents if if the Emir of Qatar buys Man United, you know. Yeah, um, and you that can imagine could happen as soon as force. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, um, um, but uh, so uh, the, yeah, the dominance of the English Premier League. I mean, we saw in the winter transfer f window, a club like Southampton spent more than the the other yes. top four leagues combined. You know, Italy, France, uh, Germany, and Spain. Um, Chelsea obviously crazy money, seven hundred million in two transfer windows. Um, yeah, the other story that is baffling in a way is the money that Barcelona, the position they're in financially, is extraordinary. The the, the money they have spent uh, or in the past contracts that the, the players were on, it's unbelievable. Oh yeah, they've, they've it's. 
been self-inflicted that ran the club into the ground. They were making, you know, great money over the last decade until COVID hit. They were the, you know, the biggest earners. They had a billion in revenue before COVID. But the outlings, that was the problem. And it's it's football clubs, they're populist um, bodies. You yes. know, the fans are screaming for more power. Messi got too much power. He's demanding, you know, I want to win another Champions League. Uh, bring me the players that will help to do that. So they, they just splurged recklessly, you know, on yes. transfers. Coutinho and Dembele, Griezmann, all of them expired at the cash still. Um, and then the, the salary base um, went through the roof um, because of Messi's high, high contract and all the other players then rode in behind. So they, They've, you know, they've, they've done good, good work on their salary base over the last 18 months. They've reined it in. They've cut salaries. Um, you know, they're buying on the cheap now. A policy Juventus used to for years, getting players in on free transfers. Um, but uh, their finances, yeah, are chaotic. The problem is the club and Bayern Munich are saying this as well. Um, uh, Bertie Vokes, I think was said last week, you know, we would, take money as well. We can't compete with these sugar daddies in the yes. English Premier League. The English Premier League has spent three and a half billion or it has had three and a half billion injected over the last five years. Yes. You know, from the owners. That's not cash flow. That's the owner's money. Um, the, a club like Barca or Real Madrid or Bayern Munich, which is half owned by its members, doesn't have um, access to that money. They only have their uh, match day income and, and obviously the TV income and sponsorships. Um, so yeah, they're 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 running scared. Now, just a final uh, to end on a, a fairly optimistic uh, note, Richard uh, Matt Doherty. He left Spurs. He's a current Irish international. And he is the first Irish footballer that Atletico Madrid have signed in their 120-year history. He signed for them in the January transfer window. That's a remarkable fact in, in some ways. And is he in the team? No, unfortunately not. <laughs> he, uh, he, his big problem is Molina is, was a starting, uh, fullback for, for Argentina in, in the World right. Cup. So he hasn't got a look in even at the, yeah, even. So they bought so, him for cover you know, as cover, really. As cover, yeah. It was, it was funny. The, um, uh, Atletico Madrid have got Manuel from Faulty Towers operating their, their social media. He, he announced <laughs> the signing as, uh, uh, Atletico have signed a corpulent, right-footed player, who, a winger who can play on the inside. Um, but, you know, he meant a sturdy kind of wing-back. Yes. But, um, yeah, he, he's only he's only sporting cast. I mean, I mean he's uh, he was thrilled with the move himself. It is a great opportunity. He will get minutes for sure. Um, and Atletico are on the up. They've been playing well over the last couple of months again. Um, but uh, at the moment, yeah, he's just... Uh, uh, replacement act yeah I, I'm just looking at um, finally uh, Richard Barcelona's financial problems they have to cut their salary base from 600 million euros to 400 million euros that's a, a third and it, it, it's uh, extraordinary it would be fair to say with the racism the financial problems uh, and the fact that some of their greatest players, like if you look at Real Madrid that might play at Anfield tonight, Benzema 34, Modric 37, great players, but 
they are cracking on. It makes you wonder uh, about the future and also that massive corruption allegation involving referees. The game is in real crisis there. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, and one uh, big, big problem looming in the horizon for Barca is that they're committed to a stadium rebuild, one and a half billion euro. There's already all kinds of allegations about the Turkish firm who have been assigned to do that rebuild. Um, so that in, in, in immediate terms, next season, they for a year and a half, they say they'll move up to Mount Chewick to play in the, the stadium up there, capacity of about 50,000. They'll be down next season, 90 million, you know, match day income as a result. Right. And um, so how are they going to fund that? Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting their house in order. They've, they've cut the salary base they've, of that. They have to get from 600 million down to 400 million by next summer. They've already cut that because PK has been released and Memphis Depay. Um, but, uh, they still have a lot of work to do. Like you look around, um, Real Madrid did win the Champions League last season. So they, you yes. know, they are competitive. They definitely have an aging team. But, um, you know, if Bayern Munich, the club run, you know, they run their house well, you know, they, they have a strong squad every season of 17, 18 players. Uh, they just are good with their husbandry of the yes. resources. So that is a kind of benchmark. But like we're, we're hinting at, the English Premier League is just, uh, is, is, is so powerful now. You'd, you'd wonder, you know, um, where it's all heading. Um, maybe, yeah. yeah, there might be some European Super League type breakaway. We don't know. But at the moment, um, these clubs, the big, uh, clubs in Europe are, are running scared. Bayern, Juventus, Bar- uh, Barca, Real Madrid. Okay. And it's not difficult to see why. Richard Fitzpatrick in Barcelona, thank you very much for joining us. We're grateful to Richard, to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.